Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Butcher on Sports. Simply Butcher's here, and as always, thanks for tuning in on a Sunday evening here doing a podcast for you there that, yes, I remind you, you just can't get enough of. Okay, um, let's uh, get started with, uh, and always, I like to say thanks for tuning in. Almost forgot that here. Let's get started with the Red Wings right now. They're in the third period in Chicago right now, trailing the Blackhawks by a score of 2-1. to one. Uh, This game was kind of special. Chris Chelios getting his jersey hoist up in the rafters of uh, United Center here. Uh, he said some nice things about Mr. Kane. Uh, hmm. That his jersey one day will be hoisted up in Chicago, too. I don't know about Detroit, but, hey, it was nice for him to mention it there before they started booing. Alistair Brinker yesterday, he has two scores, and uh, he had made an assist on another. Red Wings scored three times. In the first six minutes, they overwhelmed the St. Louis Blues um, yesterday on Saturday afternoon, uh, 6-1. to one. Yes, uh, Patrick Kane, he has sent his point streak to seven games with a goal and an assist. Uh, the Red Wings won their fourth straight game. Michael Rasmussen also scored after signing the extension of a nice piece of change uh, from the Detroit Red Wings for the foreseeable future. Uh, also, Robbie Fabre and also JT Compre also scored for the Red Wings while Alex Lyons Right now, I had 22 saves in that particular game. Lions is not in goal for the Red Wings today. However, the game is not ended as of yet here. Right now, with about five minutes to go in the game, Blackhawks is leading Detroit Red Wings right now by a score of 2-2-1. We'll keep you abreast of that game while we're on this particular broadcast here. We'll do it. I promise. I'll let you know. Basically, I will let you know. <clears throat> On Wednesday, the Detroit Lions announced several coaching changes uh, via an announcement to change the um, official website there. They confirmed the previous report of hiring DeShazer uh, De or Deshaun Thompson or Townsend who will be the Lions' defensive coach and pass coordinator. Uh, he won't be the CB coach that's previously appointed, but uh, he'll be uh, in charge of defensive backs. They also confirmed the hiring of Terrence Williams as their next run game coordinator slash defensive line coach there. Uh, other than that, they hired Jim O'Neill as a defensive assistant. There are several coaches who will no longer be listed on the website and uh, mostly on the defensive side of the ball, which needs the most work, as I'm quite sure we all agree, who watch the games. Their senior offensive coordinator, Jim Hosler, he will no longer be there. Defensive quality coach, Wayne Blair, will not be there. Defensive line coach, John Scott Jr., the Cornerback coach, Drew Bly, he will not no longer be there. Defensive uh, coach, Brian Duker, he was hired by the uh, 
the Dolphins. He will not be there. Defensive uh, assistant, John Fox. That leaves the Lions with a lot of vacancies still left on the coaching staff, including the offensive assistant role and a cornerback coach. So they're going to be doing a lot of hiring in the days upcoming here for the Detroit Lions. The Lions, yes, they did need a lot of work, especially at defensive uh, backfield there, safeties as well as cornerbacks there. Uh, it, it was no secret that teams can pass on the Lions. They were not very good at it in my reality there. Maybe in other people's reality it was good, but not in mine, okay? Uh, that needs to be a lot tighter. They're going to be a lot more competitive team. You can't score points and then give up points. And seem to be that teams that can, yes, pass on the Detroit Lions defensive uh, backs there uh, can uh, do a job. They also need someone on that defensive line <clears throat> and joining as some defensive pressure on the quarterback. And not only just getting putting pressure on them there, but being able to sack them, hit them, uh, distract them, the list goes on and on and on. Again, hopefully the Lions get some of that worked out during this time right now as this week. Yes, this week, uh, the um, fretful notice of young, young, young fellows who want to be in the NFL will go to the Combine in Indianapolis, Indiana there. Yeah, it's upcoming. Late last week, I received word that Ron Cameron, Detroit's first radio sports talk host, passed away at the age of 79. My first sighting of Ron Cameron was on a show called Auction Movies on a Saturday afternoon from 1 to 4 o'clock. It was on television station T, uh, WGPR TV 62 in the late 70s, early 80s. Ron also helped me in my first job on radio when I came back here to Detroit and also helped me uh, with um, a lot of things here in getting used to the media and how it's ran in the Detroit metropolitan area. He helped me with my first job, as I will be on many occasions on this Friday morning show on WPON, which I ended up being my first radio program on my own as I piggybacked his show on Friday afternoons. Uh, he was on at um, 9 o'clock to 11, oh, 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock, and I was on at 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock there, and uh was pretty wicked indeed there. I had a good, good time. Um, it was on a Friday, and yes, I was very grateful of that there. That ran for several months indeed there. Uh, my first radio show. Ron Sports, uh, Butch on Sports was the name of that course, and to this day I use that name, Butch on Sports. And that was in the late 90s there. Ron is, uh, existed to be an original who was not afraid to take on management and leadership of the Detroit area sports team. It seems today that various uh, majority of the broadcasters and print media in Detroit are in various teams. Sometime and maybe I would say in the back pockets for fear that if they say anything anti-team, 
they would lose their job or else they wouldn't be invited to cover the team. However, Ryan was courageous in saying what he thought about the Detroit sports team in in the area of being good, bad, or ugly. And I think sports world, including the people in the metropolitan Detroit area, should all celebrate Ryan Cameron for bringing sports talk to the radio and give him his just due because many people in the sports radio wouldn't really have a job because he was about the first to do it if it wasn't for Ron opening the doors for many to say what they want in dealing with the world of sports and dealing with it the way it should be and not candy-coating it like I see in many of the shows in sports these days. Now, I will say whatever the heck I need to say, and it may not be liked by many, and it may be appreciative by a lot, but again, Ron was that kind of way there, and, and, and I was very grateful of being exposed to Ron Cameron and not being afraid to say what needs to be said in sports uh, talk radio there. Again, he passed away uh, on Tuesday of last week. We got finally the word on a Thursday evening. That's when I got the word that he had passed away. He's 79 years old. Any memorializing or whatnot, I have not gotten any uh, word on it, but I know on March the 1st, they will do a lot of memorializing on WPON. A special show will be given to uh, talk about Ron and the job he's did in sports radio. Again, he will be very well missed by all of us, at least by me. And I noticed a lot of the radio or television stations didn't say anything at all. Uh, the Free Press ran a very good article on uh, Ron Cameron. I haven't heard any of the radio stations say anything, although I don't keep up with a lot of the radio stations and what they do anyway. So what can I say? Detroit <clears throat> Tigers are in action. It was in action uh, the first day on uh, Saturday, the first game they got Swamped by the Yankees. Of course, their first game, exhibition, of course, doesn't mean anything. However, today they paid the Tampa Bay Rays in Charlotte Sports Park on and their first road game of the grapefruit season. Uh, the Tigers built a 9-3 lead uh, into the seventh inning. However, the Rays came back and emptied the be- after the Tigers emptied the benches there and uh, got over on the substitutes there. Tampa Bay tied the game with a couple of homers, including the inside the park shop, off a bloop hit there. Three doubles, scored six unanswered runs. The game was uh, ended in a tie, 9-9. Next up for the Detroit Tigers will be the Houston Astros. They'll be home at Joker Marching Stadium in Lakeland, Florida. Okay, right. Uh, right now, uh, oh, with 14 seconds left in the third period, the Detroit Red Wings just tied the Blackhawks. They are now tied two to two with 14 seconds left in the third period. That means if they get over the hump, they'll be in overtime. We'll keep you abreast of that, boys and girls. Good news that Detroit is harping for their fifth win in a row, and they do need the points because it's tight in the division the Detroit Railways are in. 
Pablo Banchero broke a tie with three point play with 08 seconds left, and he finished with 15 points. And the Orlando Magic beat the Detroit Pistons by a score of 112 to 09. 109, I should say, uh, over the NBA's worst Detroit Pistons team on Saturday night. Uh, Coach Monty Williams said, I was proud of the way we hung in there. Our defense in the second half is a benchmark on how we want to play. Only giving up 14, 47 points in that half, although the second first half was just non-existent there. And it was pretty close, but again, the defense for the Detroit Pistons has not been that good at all, period. And a story on that there. I, I don't know. Pistons are the Pistons. And we'll keep up with that there because they need to make a lot more changes on that particular team. Players and some management alike. Okay, I'm just going to say that just the way it is. It's pitiful how that's going on there. Pitiful. Pitiful. Pitiful indeed. Yes, indeed. And yes, we do have a final now, boys and girls. The Red Wings, five in a row. They beat the Chicago Black Sox in overtime. Final score is three to two. Oh, my goodness. Can we, I don't know what happened here, but let me maybe take a check and see if I find out here. No, they did not list right now the who uh, at the final score here. So I guess we, I guess I don't have it yet here. I'll just keep moving on. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, but at least be happy. The Red Wings won five in a row, boys and girls here. They stay uh, a little, they're the first wild card here. And Toronto still winning their games. It's going to take a lot to catch up with them as long as they win. And then also, Toronto has a game in hand on the Detroit Red Wings, so that don't look good. <laughs> but they're still winning, so that's the, that's the happy-go-lucky thing. Ten points is ten points. Uh, I know if some of you heard and some of you didn't hear the Wake Forest-Duke game yesterday, as uh, in the final fixings of that particular game, uh, they... They stormed the field as Duke got beat by Wake Forest and Kyle Flippo, Flippo, uh, Flipposki. <laughs> I hope that's his final name. Uh, Flipposki got stomped or trampled. And I saw the film on ESPN and it didn't look good at all. And I'm with a lot of other people there. Why is college basketball not stopping the students coming on the court, rushing the court, rushing the football field, and then some when other particulars, especially the visiting team or the team that got beat up, <laughs> um, still out there on the floor? I mean... I mean, more, uh, Kaylin Clark, um, when they lost the game, everybody running on the court and what, I mean, stomped her and trampled her. And, 
college NCAA, I don't know. I don't have too much good things to say about that organization, period, especially in Division One. But again, until something happened to somebody's relative or something, you may not see too many changes in that at all. It's plain and simple. It doesn't make any sense. High school sports. Uh, this week coming up there at Ford Field, the individuals in wrestling, uh, swimming and diving finals upcoming, and also the beginning of, yes, girls basketball in the district. Can't tell you. It's, the finales are coming up here. As I always say, please get out there and support those young kids. They could be doing a whole lot of things they got no business doing. But you as a parent and our friends or guardians, get out there and support them. The, they, they do that to get a balance of this scholastics. And get out there and support them. And, and again, you adults and friends and visitors, guests, behave yourself, okay? Please do that. As now we are in another Butcher on Sports. Butcher on Sports is a presentation of All My Darling Productions. Check out Butcher on Sports on Facebook, always on Facebook. And yes, you can go to my homepage exactly at Podomatic. Just type in S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-U-T-C-H-T-O-O dot Podomatic dot com. Yes. We'll be back this upcoming Wednesday for another edition of Butcher on Sports. Tell your friends to listen to Butcher on Sports on the podcast there. Uh, and again, let me, uh, well, not again because I haven't said it yet. Have a very good, very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, beginning of the week. As the crowd cheers on here. Yes, they, they just keep cheering. Have a very good week. And uh, check me out on Wednesday for another edition of Butcher on Sport.